Next message. Jim, this is Jason. Give me a call back when you get this. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about uh, October stuff for the podcast. Um, Split Tooth is doing a whole month of, of horror movie posts and, and stuff, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write some stuff for them, but they also want us to do a special episode of Synesthesia, uh, maybe on Exorcist 3, or maybe on a different movie if you want, just like a... They want a like a deep dive episode on on some horror movie. Real Rap is doing a couple of those, um, so maybe we could do something like that. Uh, I also have this other idea for something a lot dumber, <laughs> but I uh, yeah, give me a call back. I'll talk to you about it. It's too stupid to leave on a voicemail. Um, it's something we definitely shouldn't do, <laughs> but. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Give me a call. I'll tell you. Bye. Okay. Bye. Next message. Jason, I worry that you started this project with some kind of intent, but I'm a nihilist, baby. I'm an artistic anarchist. I believe in jokes for jokes' sake. And I'm afraid I've pushed it too far and you've lost touch with your Mississippi roots. Sorry, I just had to clear my throat. Um, welcome back for the final time. <laughs> Wait, why? Where are we going? Uh, we're going to hell, Jim. Woo, finally. Uh, this is it. This is this is what you've all been waiting for and dreading and crying about. This is the final Gnashing, episode. Wailing. This is the final episode of Hell to the King. It's Big Thirty One. Happy Halloween, Happy everybody! Happy Halloween, everybody! Hope you got lots of candy. I, Jason, Hope you got a mask on. I learned from the carrot episode not to eat on the podcast, but I did bring along a lot of candy that I can just unwrap slowly through the full episode. <laughs> <laughs> I said I could do this the whole time. I don't know if that's. Just so there's candy around, you know, for everyone. Now it smells like chocolate in here, though, and I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. I had a student in my class open up a Kit Kat the other day, and it had, I suppose, melted and reformed into just a single kit or cat. Um, and he was genuinely horrified when he pulled it out. He was like, Whoa! <laughs> Yeah, because then it's just a normal candy bar. Before. Then it's a different... It's, it's a candy yeah. bar. Yeah. It's not a Kit Kat anymore. It's a uh, hundred grand. Is that what a hundred grand is? It's a temple a grandin. A hundred grand is what somebody's going to have to pay me to watch another Stephen King movie <laughs> before, say, ten years is up. But we love Kit Kat. And it's a great Oh, candy. hey. 
Oh, hey, Frankie. <laughs> Welcome Returning back. champion, Frankie Venaria. Frankie defeated us yesterday on the podcast uh, and is returning as the, as the points leader. They wouldn't let me leave. So. <laughs> I've kept him locked to a radiator <laughs> for 24 hours. He hasn't been fed. Uh, so we'll see. But he's been able this... to drink as much water out of the radiator as he wants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I've requested that he did. It helps, le- you know, bleed it. Yeah, and yeah. I'm. I've also been dieting, and I look really good now. Yeah, so. you do look svelte. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. The it's the captive diet. Uh, <laughs> let's get into it because we're gonna be here for a long time. Can I start with a thing that I wanted to mention before we do eighty-five minutes of things that you want to talk about? Which yeah. is. <laughs> I I listened to something that I said on one of the... I've listened to parts of some of these podcasts back and then stopped immediately because how embarrassing. But I in one of them, I said something about the cars in uh, the dark half and misery being almost the same car. Uh, because to my eye, they're both cool black old sports cars. But then I... I don't know if you're hip to this resource. I actually use it kind of a lot. I am a CDB. It's the Internet Movie Cars Database. They... Uh, <laughs> they log cars this feels like i'm doing a bit but it's a legitimate website and it's great um and i found out that the car in the dark half is a 66 oldsmobile tornado and the uh misery it's a 66 also uh, ford mustang but um so super different but uh <laughs> there's comments on them on the, on the people write comments and under the ford mustang uh, raul 1983 points out that in the in the movie, they say it's a 65, even though it's a 66. Uh, and uh, Mercury Grand Marquis One points out that in the book, it's a 1974 Camaro. Um, and uh, and Godzilla Fan 54 <laughs> commented, do you think they, the roll totaled the car? The snow hopefully softened the impact. But that was really lovely. Uh, <laughs> Godzilla really fans yeah. concern for the prop car in, the uh, car. in Misery. Yeah. There's all kinds of ways to watch these movies. Yeah, sometimes you sometimes you care about the cars. Next message. Jason, after editing a few of these podcasts and having to listen to myself a bunch, um, I have decided to buy a microphone. So I talked to my dad about the kind of microphone that he always had in our basement. Uh, and I'm buying one but I thought I was getting it from someone local but it turns out they moved so they're mailing it to me I think I'm going to have it until after we finish recording an episode every day which feels stupid but I bought it so you know someday it all sound better when we're not doing it anymore next message Okay, to finish listening to the podcast, it was terrible as usual, but one thing stuck out, uh, like a big sore thumb, was your guys' incredulity at the term shitters. Shitters was a real, honest-to-God curse word. It was used back uh, at least as late as 1967. Uh, I heard it often. It is a term that is usually started out by psychotic, knife-wielding greasers, and I wanted to just tell you that there are knife-wielding, psychotic greasers that were at school. had a classmate that got stabbed in uh, our sophomore year by uh, one of these shitters. Next message. Hey, Jim. Uh, look, I don't, I don't want to be an asshole. This is your podcast, too. But did you, is it possible? Did you do, just, uh, just so we can listen to it, an alternate edit of 
tomorrow's episode uh, where I don't have a chipmunk voice. <laughs> All right, we are here to talk for about purpose. the mist. We are <laughs> no. <laughs> We're here for a purpose, and that purpose is to determine once and for all what the best Stephen King movie is and what the worst Stephen King movie is. Mm -hmm. Um, We have now successfully watched all 34 Mm -hmm. of the movies that have been made from Stephen King. Mm -hmm. You may think that there's more than 34, but I, I don't know this... Bad information gets out there. Don't trust what you read on Wikipedia. Yeah, don't look at the internet. Um, this is, you know, the, anybody can say anything on yeah. the internet. There have been 34 Listen to your own ears. Listen to your own ears right now in this podcast. Um, we, and we watch them what all. they're telling you to believe. Yeah. Thing. Don't you trust your own ears? No. <laughs> um, so we have, uh, for, you, for you sports fans out there, we have a whole bracket that's already seated and ready to go, and Frankie's going to be our MC. But to to kick us off, to get us in the mood, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna read from a magazine I bought. I was in the gro- I was I was in the grocery store the other day, uh, and I saw that what entertainment. Were you there, Jason? I was buying bread. Oh, uh, a and probably fruit. Okay, sure. Uh, the story's believable. I, I believe I bought an egg sandwich because it was a Wegmans and they had those things. I like that. I was, I was going to ask, was it the store from the mist that you were shopping at? Oh, uh, <laughs> Food House. <laughs> That's the name I wrote it down. This sweet local Louisiana brand <laughs> chips on the shelves. Wait, is that the name? Sweet local no, Louisiana? No, they're like... No, that would be a great name for a chip. No, oh, it was like yeah. Caps or Keps or something. It was some yeah. local Louisiana chip. Okay. They right. shot Louisiana. Um, not Maine. What? Well, uh, places can be other places in movies. Read me your dumb magazine. Um, but I was, I was in the <laughs> checkout line, and I saw that Entertainment Weekly had just put out a big, thick magazine called The Ultimate Guide to Stephen King. And I thought, how... Uh, how fortunate, surreptitious, I should obviously buy that, and we should read it on the podcast. So we're going to read it cover to cover, uh, starting with the Indencia. Index uh, me. Uh, guys, this is going to be the worst episode we ever did, <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> it's never going to end, and it's going to be dumb. Uh, but the, the one thing they have in the Ultimate Guide to Stephen King is they have an article called 25 Scariest Moments. It's pulling out the 25 moments from Stephen King movies that are just too frightening. Um, I'm so ready. I'm bolstered. I'm buckled into my chair. We're going we're gonna to go 25 to 1 and see... Freak me out. We'll see what freaks us out. We'll see how how our our opinions stack up to their opinions, and then we'll get on to ranking the movies themselves. Wait, can we just clarify something uh, up front? If we disagree with the magazine, we are wrong? Yeah. No, that's... I mean, it's Entertainment Weekly, so it's... You know. This is these weeks... This week's correct opinions. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, Number 25, something called Dolores Claiborne. I think that's an editorial error, because that's that's a mistake. 
That's not a film, not a film that we watched. So, been released. so let's go to 24. So, number 24, Salem's Lot. Mm, okay. Freshly undead youngster Ralphie Glick floats scratching at his brother's window. I'm it's having the, a hard a time knowing, seat. Jason, if that is the 24th scariest thing. I feel like I should have prepared a list <laughs> because I don't, I can't. That's a uh, that's an advanced uh, brain function that I, dropping down to twenty four is hard, you know. Well, I I think that basically we just kind of try to keep in mind and see if there's oh, anything like, low on the I list. Fricked? I was a little fricked. I'll take yeah, that. I, yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty creepy moment. That's definitely yeah, up there moment. for me. And yeah. uh, I'll, I'll see if they successfully name twenty three creepier ones as okay. we go along. Great. Uh, number 23 is just a moment from a book, so who cares? It's not a movie. Don't they know that? Uh, number 22 is from Creepshow. Oh, I've heard of it. Um, Jim, it's your favorite scene. Is is it the the monkey puppet? What's my no. favorite scene? Is it the head it's in the sand? Is it Ted Danson's head in the sand? It's when E.G. Marshall explodes with roaches. Oh, yeah. No, they're wrong on that one. <laughs> uh, number 21. I forgot is... about that moment. I was so dismayed. <laughs> number 21 is from The Mangler. Okay. I'm shocked that The Mangler actually made it onto an Entertainment Weekly list. Good shocked for them. and pleased. Good for them. Um, it's the it's the scene when uh, Land... Was it Landry? The old lady gets swallowed by the machine? Ms. Um, Garbly. Yeah, yeah. Some, something like that. Um, sure, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, number 20 is Sleepwalkers. The whole movie. Uh, speci- the yeah, just the fact of that the it exists. Yeah. Uh, the part where the teacher gets his hand bit off. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, that, kind of, that comes out of nowhere. Yeah. As does uh, everything in Sleepwalkers. Number 19 is the... Uh, homicidal soda vending machine from Maximum Overdrive. Mm, okay. That's real scary. They were throwing that's, sodas. That's not scary, freaky, or creepy. I don't remember what the adjective was, but I think they're wrong. Uh, Fun. Is, I would say it's a romp. Yeah. 25 uh, rompiest moments. Number 18 is from The Rage Carry 2. Nope. Uh, obviously disqualified. <laughs> yeah. Number 17 is the opening scene to Children of the Corn. What Just is... when everybody gets stabbed. Oh. Or choked or poisoned. Sure, okay. Sure. Why not? It's not scary, that's why not. Um, number 16... <laughs> well, well, well played, Frank. <laughs> number 16 appears... I'm not really sure what the rules of this list are, because sure. number 16 appears to be the entire short story of... Not the film, <laughs> yeah. but the entire short story of Quitters Incorporated. It does seem like they're like, hey, here are 25 things we know about Stephen King. <laughs> um, oh my god! It's the monkey! From from the one that isn't about them that isn't him. Oh, whoa! Okay, so the monkey a- from the cover of that movie that isn't actually based on Stephen King is on the cover of the book Skeleton Crew. It's yeah, it's the monkey that's from the cover of Monkey Shines, which no. is the George Romero well, film. Yes, but not, then it's also the monkey yeah. in the Devil's Gift. Yes, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> and it's on a cover of a Stephen King book. Before or after the Devil's Gift? Uh. 
after because there's a sticker on the mm. book that says features the mist now a tv series event Whoa. on spike so stephen king stole it from the devil's <laughs> gift payback man yeah is All that right. was that the scary moment was the well, monkey that, on the I mean, cover of that book that just made this worth it to me that whole um, purchase how much was that magazine i don't want to tell you number 15 <laughs> is the uh scissors scene in the dead zone okay sure um number 14 is from something called under the dome i don't think that exists no uh number 13 under the dome is just most of your body (laughs) oh my god uh number 13 is the part where the cat eats the hitman in tales from the dark side sure i'll take that uh, number 12 is when the car runs down uh, one of the dudes, uh, Moochie, the bully, and Christine. Sure. In an alley. Uh, 11 is another short story that I don't recognize. Moving Dumb. on. The page that's uh, facing me right now on your Skype camera says Fear Factory, like the band. Is that, is that <laughs> number, just the name number of 17 the... is Fear Factory, the band? It is, yes, yes, exactly. Um, let's see, number 10 is Pet Cemetery, the book, so who cares? What are they doing? I don't know, this is very confusing. Yeah, man. Uh, number 9 is, again, from Creepshow. Okay. And it is the, uh, I guess just the entire crate story, because they don't actually specify a moment. They're really bad at lists, huh? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they say one of the anthology film's most memorable moments is complete with an abominable monster living inside a wooden crate. And then they just give a plot synopsis the of the moment the story. is complete with a monster yeah. in a they don't nobody wrote that, Jason. This no. this magazine was auto-generated by a computer AI. It read the internet and wrote 85 pages about Stephen King. <laughs> this this magazine is a Keaton Patty tweet. <laughs> um, Creep Show Two is number eight. The whole uh, movie? No, the the raft. Oh, that's a weird choice, but sure. Um, I guess people are afraid of oil. I mean, uh, not as much as they should be. Number seven is the part in 1408 where uh, John Cusack is holding a lamp and sees himself holding a lamp and then almost gets stabbed. Yeah, okay. With sure. a hammer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hammer stabbed. Um, number six is the last scare in Carrie. What's the last scare? Where the hand pops out of the ground in the dream oh, sequence. okay, sure. Number five. Ooh, we're getting to the good stuff now. Mom... D. Wallace leans over her son to unbuckle his safety belt. The camera moves up behind her as if ready to attack. And then slobbering rabbit Cujo the dog, uh, which is capitalized like that's his full name. (laughs) Cujo the dog almost jumps through little Tad's window. Cujo the big red dog. (laughs) Yeah. It's a pretty sweet black and white Glamour shot of, oh, of yeah. slimy of a really sad looking dog with grime on his face. <laughs> Why are you making me do this? <laughs> I'm not even an actor. <laughs> uh, number four is when the tentacles grab the boy, the bag boy in the mist. Boo. 
number three is when the is the little boy at the storm drain in it. Jason, you know it what else does happens? not specify which version <laughs> yeah, of it or which boy in it the just, storm drain. Uh, it just says it a little. It's just the Georgie scene. Can I just go back really quickly and say that in that scene where one of the tentacles grabs that uh, that kid in the back room, the, the first kid in the mist, another mm-hmm. tentacle at the same time is grabbing a bag of dog food and aggressively yeah. breaking it open <laughs> yeah. towards a bunch of dudes. It's so stupid. I really did like that. Yeah. Because I just assumed the tentacle was, like, hungry for dog food. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was going to, because they stack so much dog food just in the front window. Yeah. I thought the tentacles were going to start smashing in and eating the dog food bags, and then slowly they would be like, oh, no, we're out of dog food bags. Now they're yeah, going to make thought, it further I, into the store. The movie's not that smart. Sorry, let's... I was upset that it didn't go there. Yeah, because yeah. it's dumb. It's a dumb movie written by a dumb man and directed by the same dumb man. Um, all right, so we're, we're down to the top two, because number three is... It from some version of it. Uh, I'm just gonna assume they mean the TV movie. Uh, number two is from the Tommy Knockers. Jason, I got four blue M Ms, four orange M Ms, and one green M M&M. M. What kind of distribution is that? <laughs> oh yeah, Jim's not eating a Kit Kat anymore. Everyone, in case you are, I'm not eating any that. of the candy, Frankie. Uh huh. I'm unwrapping it and putting it down. You I've learned that. I've learned to not eat on the podcast. Do you think the green M&M is a Tommyknocker? Specifically, it is the dolls from the Tommyknocker. I mean, that is the weirdest and scariest part of that. But I would say that the weirdest part and scariest part is not so much that they attack her, but that she has them in the first place. No, that she has a bunch of alive dolls. Yeah, that's the weird, scary part. Um, And number one is (gasps) Here's Johnny from The Shining. Okay. It's, a very, it's fine. Not yeah. the, even the scariest part in that movie. No, it's just like a thing. They they just wanted to put a picture of Jack Nicholson's face in their dumb magazine. Yeah. yeah. But if Entertainment Weekly or whatever this is wants to sponsor the podcast, um, these guys love it. Then all of your can opinions it, are correct. Oh, that's. I can I can never look at the back cover enough, though. Yeah, that's it's like a it's funny Photoshop like picture. Stephen King photoshopped onto a motorcycle, photoshopped in front of the gate of his house in a way that's physically impossible. Yeah, that's really nice. It's, it's really lovely. You should hang that on the wall. I'm just might. Yeah, um, frame it in in honor of th- the year you've lost off your life doing this podcast. Next message. Hey Jim, uh, I just I sent you a couple texts. I didn't hear back. I think maybe you're on set, uh, but I just wanted to leave a voicemail. Make sure you got the message. Um, I can I can totally record tonight. So whenever you're back from a shoot, uh, let me know, uh, and then I'll let you know when Gus is asleep and I'm all I'm all set up to go. Uh, but the the only <laughs> only problem is I did not get to watch the movie, and I don't know if I'm going to get a chance before we record um, so uh, I might just have to fake this one <laughs> um, uh, you know Wikipedia summaries exist and you, you might have to carry it So, uh, but yeah uh, let, let me know when you're back and we'll, we'll talk tonight later bud next message I 
<laughs> All right, that was an example of what those so-called professionals on Madison Avenue think about this stuff. Yeah. Uh, now we're going to get into the real the real meat and potatoes. We're going to get into the blood match. The nerdy gruddy. Um, I still haven't decided if I'm going to score this with Street Fighter music or with Samurai Showdown by from the Ghost Dog soundtrack. <laughs> Uh, but we'll see one uh, one, one, one way or the other. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, I meant the 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 Meat Strider soundtrack. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And the the Hammerai Chowdown <laughs> from do, Ghost Hot Dog. I do love that Hammerai Chowdown scene. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hammerai Chowdown, yeah. Chowdown, Chowdown. <laughs> Just four four guys in kimonos trying to eat the most ham. <laughs> um, here to help us with the bracket is the lovely and talented Frankie. <laughs> I'm gonna break it. I'm gonna break it. I'm so knackered. So vocally grumbling at me from across the room. She hates it. Um, all right. So the way we're gonna do this is we are gonna try to do it um, from the bottom up. Yeah. So Wait, we'll from start the worst the... movie to the best. Well, no. There, there's. Sorry, there's I don't sur- know how a bracket works. <laughs> You don't need to. Neither, right. neither do I, Jim. We're you don't need to. I've already said the movies are all matched up. All we're going to do is read the pairs and talk about which one gets to go on to the next round. And then I'll just keep a little loser's bracket over here so we can decide who's the worst out of all of them. Oh, Jason wrote my name in the loser's bracket already. Yeah. <laughs> real rude. You're he also, he also you're the wrote worst the, of all of them. The oh. listeners of the podcast are the real <laughs> losers. <laughs> so true. <laughs> all right. So take take us away, Frankie. What's our first match? Okay, your first match is fourteen oh eight and thinner. Who's it gonna be, boys? Fourteen oh eight. Wait, are yeah. we saying the better one or the worse one? The better, the better one. Yeah, fourteen oh eight. Yeah, I think better. I, I think fourteen oh eight definitely. I I don't have a, a lot of argument there. Um, thinner was was funny and charming. Thinner is funny not. and charming. 14 weight is moderately effective, even though it's boring. So then our next is between Silver Bullet and Needful Things. That's a tough... Why did did you match those up in the first round, Jason? I have my methods. I don't like this matchup. Um, So this might actually be an an early tiebreaker that we're going to need, because I have my feelings. Although I, it's it's tough. I overall, overall, I'm gonna say I really like Needful Things as a movie better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know that Needful Things has anything as great as the uh, werewolf stealing a man's bat in the fog. I know, and that's why I do. I feel like Needful Things is the more cohesive film. I think it depends on if you're here for a good time or a long time, Jason. I think that Silver Bullet is more <laughs> of a joyful romp, and I'm I'm going to go for Silver Bullet. I'm going to go for Needful Things, so we're going to have to call on Frankie to make the tie-breaking vote early on. Yeah, number Contention two. Contention in the ranks. I do feel like I'm on SportsCenter already. Yeah, I'm trying to make you as uncomfortable as possible. I appreciate it. We're all uncom- as uncomfortable as possible. I'm going to go with Needful Things, because I just listened to that episode with Logan. Rawr. So needful Things wins. All right, I Silver quit. Bullet goes in the loser's bracket. It's a boring movie, Jim. Silver Bullet? Yeah. Disagree. The Dead Zone and Firestarter. Oh, Dead Zone. Seems like an easy one. Yeah. Dead Zone. 
You lose. Christine and Sleepwalkers. Christine. <laughs> you think for sure? Yeah, I think Sleepwalkers is a fascinating specimen. But I, I mean, I said this a couple episodes ago. I think Christine is one of the maybe five movies we've seen that is that a hundred percent crystallizes into the best thing it can be. Yeah, you're you you are a lot higher on Christine than I am. I think it's good, but it's not. It doesn't like thrill me. Um, but I do I do have to say I think it's a better movie than than Sleepwalkers. Yeah, I mean Sleepwalkers um, is mostly as, good as want... a cultural event. <laughs> yeah, I don't I. I my feelings about Sleepwalkers have not fully formed, I think, and may never fully form. They, yeah, they never so, will. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Christine go, but just with a little asterisk on that one because I feel like maybe we're, maybe we're wrong. Maybe yeah. we just don't understand. I'll acknowledge that. I'll acknowledge that perhaps we're incorrect. That maybe we can only fully understand Sleepwalkers while we're dreaming. Yeah. Cat's Eye and the Dark Half. Reveal. I'm going to go dark half. I feel like this is going to be another fight, though. No, it's not. It's it's definitely going to be the dark half. I really was charmed by Cat's Eye. I, I liked it either. a lot. I'm, I'm sorry to see it go down in the first round, but dark half... You set up the bracket. Really good. <laughs> you could have put it against Cujo. Yeah, but I can't put everything against Cujo. You could have put everything against Cujo in the first round. I, I also tried really hard to not seed this based on my own feelings. This is based on... Just facts. General ranking, general ranking of these movies by movie fans. It and Secret Window. It's the nineteen ninety It, obviously. Yeah. And Secret Window. I. I'm, can I push I'm just the first half of It? <laughs> no, you have to take the whole thing. But I will take the whole. Yeah, thing. Yeah, I mean, I'll still take over, it over Secret, Secret Window. Window. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. It's in my brain. I'm like the first half of It. Versus, um, versus Mississippi, and <laughs> no, I, we'll go it. We'll go it. I guess Creep Show and the nineteen ninety seven Shining. But that's I mean that's Creep Show for sure. That's, that's not even a question. No, yeah. I Creep Creep Sh- Show Shining is like bottom five. I'm gonna say. It, it must be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Creep, Creep Show, a movie that we could barely contain how much yeah. joy it gave us uh, versus a movie that we almost killed ourselves <sighs> instead of finished watching. Yeah. Carrie and the Mangler. Fight! Oh, Mangler. <laughs> yeah, easy. Carrie's fine. The Mangler is great. Oh, that gives me a lot of joy how easily Carrie just went up the loser's bracket. This, uh... Because of my irrational grudge against... If people knew that we were going to do this in this episode, they could have just skipped every other episode. <laughs> we're giving, we're did, giving the one-sentence rundown of all of our opinions. We, they is... probably did anyway. Okay, good. I hope you all skipped everything else. The Running Man and Sometimes They Come Back. Ooh, this is a tough one for me, Jace. I was gonna. That is weirdly tough. Yeah. I I feel like I know in my heart where I go with it, but 
Is it the Running Man? It's the Running Man, yeah. but I, the Running Man's real dumb. It is so dumb. But and sometimes it's so much more has fun. Such than... promise, you know. It does. It That's does. A, here's the thing, Jason: is the Running Man is another movie. I I'm not including this in my list, but I don't know that the Running Man could be much better than it is. You know, it's sort of peak yeah. the Running Man, but it's also not great. It's it's good. It's got good stuff. Uh, but but sometimes they come back. Could be such a good movie. But I think no. I think as they stand, I think it's got to be the Running Man. I think as the stand, Stephen King's the stand. <laughs> it's got to be the Running Man. It's got to be the Running Man by Richard Bachman. Pet Cemetery, at the the one that was not the recent one. The only and one. Children. Yeah. The only one. Yeah. The only. Uh, Pet Cemetery for sure. Children of the Corn. Oh yeah, Pet Cemetery for sure. Uh, with with an honorable mention to to the um, digital effect monster yeah, and creepy child priest. Yeah. Iger. All right. Uh, Salem's Lot and the Devil's Gift. I mean, Sal- Salem's, Salem's Lot. Lot. That's not really. A... Okay. Unless, I, feel... I mean, unless it's the worst moment of Salem's Lot versus the first forty five seconds. <laughs> That's the devil's <laughs> gift, and then, like, then maybe, who knows? Panic <laughs> boom! Maximum overdrive and the mist. I wonder how this is going to play oh. out. The mist, <laughs> easy. Maximum overdrive. Obviously, yeah. the mist. Okay, so. Wait, what? Uppercut! I'm yeah, writing down. Know. I'm writing I'm kidding, down. I'm kidding, Jason. I'm kidding. Shut up a bitch! It's clearly maximum overdrive. It is good. The mist is terrible. I, That's I'm, a good matchup, too, because they're both bottle movies like they're both movies about people trapped in a place by an omnipresent force those are good thematically in one of them it's some monsters and they want it's trucks okay (laughs) so we both we all decided that the mist was the better one you didn't decide frankie you're an impartial judge Uh, that that is absolutely not true (laughs) so yes for the audience i did put down maximum overdrive (laughs) i have I'm not impartial, but I have <laughs> ethics. Uh, <laughs> creep Show Two and Cujo. Oh, Creep Show Two. Oh, Creep Show Two makes it past the first round. Yeah, good job, Creep Show Two. You win. Tales from the Dark Side and Night Flyer. Oh, Night Flyer. Night Flyer. I, I have some affection for Tales from the Dark Side. I think more than you, Jason, but definitely Night Flyer. It was good. I just, I think by the time I got to it in the three movies, I was pretty toast. I wish Buster Poindexter were also in The Night Flyer. So, next up, <laughs> as the Lawnmower Man. Give me your blood, blood, blood. We're just, we're just <laughs> going to let Jim sing through this until he's ready to act like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck waiting for that. It's not going to be for a really long time. <laughs> hey, why don't you find your cat again, Jim, and we'll take care of the rest. I know where it is now. It's on my couch. Okay. Uh, Lawnmower Man and Dreamcatcher. Ooh. Okay, wait. <laughs> Are we ranking director's cut Lawnmower Man, or do we have to go theatrical because of rules? Um, ooh, that's a good question that I don't have the answer to. <laughs> um, 
I feel like you can rank it however you want. I've only seen the theatrical cut. I've so only I'm, seen the director's cut. So I think we're just based on that. Yeah. That's a really I yeah I That's gotta a go long tight more matchup. Man. I think I'm gonna go yeah. long more demand too. It's like more more of a bonkers good time. But I do it, it is. I do have some love for Dreamcatcher. I have some love for Dreamcatcher. Lawnmower Man has somewhat more of a of a like a full soul behind it. Yeah, for sure. Whereas Dreamcatcher is like a glimpse of something yes. really fun and bonkers. Lawnmower Man is just it's full on. top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Graveyard Shift and the Tommy Knockers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to answer that one. So, should I put the mist down for this one, too? <laughs> yeah, please. Are we going to go both ways to determine the absolute worst film, or are we just going up from here? No, I want to go both ways. Okay. Actually, why don't we do the worst first? I have that written over here. Okay. Um, thinner versus the Tommyknockers. Tommyknockers is worse. Is that what we're doing? Yes. Are we saying the worst? Yeah. Well, we, we, e- either one. We can say which one's worse or which one's uh, thinner's better. <laughs> okay. I just figured if we were growing in the opposite direction, it'd be easier to. Yeah, no, no. I, I like that. Okay, thinner. Um, Wait, Tommy. Right. S- Silver Bullet. Okay, cool. Silver <laughs> Bullet versus Dreamcatcher. Oh, oh, you're breaking my heart. You write down the better ones. I'll write down the lower ones. I mean, I think Silver Bullet's worse, but I think it's got better moments. I, uh, it is really hard. I'm not even sure what, like, uh, God, that's really hard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I liked watching Dreamcatcher more overall. Yeah. But Silver Bullet... It's more cohesive. More bright moments. Yeah. But I I feel like I gotta give it Dreamcatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Firestarter versus Tales from the Dark Side. This is another one where I think Firestarter is better overall, but I think Tales from the Dark Side has better bits. But I Uh, guess I'm gonna go Firestarter's better. Oh, really? Because I'm, I'm going to go Tales from the Dark Side because I Ooh. didn't enjoy Firestarter oh, at right. all. Oh, You hated it a lot. Frankie, it's up to you. Uh, we'll say Firestarter. Okay. All right. As Was I saying that that was the better The better one, yeah. I don't know. Jason got to decide. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fire Firestarter wins that one. Um, Tales from the Dark Side stays in the loser's bracket. Uh, Sleepwalkers versus Cujo. Cujo is worse. And yeah, absolutely. Cujo's bottom and of the fin- pile. It's for fi- sure. finally Sleepwalkers gets to win a battle. I know. Good, good job. Um, Cat's Eye versus the Mist. The Mist is way worse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I think we might be objectively wrong in that one, but also fuck the Mist. So Cat's yeah, Eye gets like, to go. What back. object? What object are we disagreeing with? Um, Secret Window versus the Devil's Gift. I might go Devil's Gift on this I'm one. I'm going to go Devil's Gift on this one, too, man. Uh, Devil's Gift gets picked back up from the bottom of the pile. Yeah. Um, 1997 Shining versus Children of the Corn. 
Children of the Corn is better. I go with Children of the Corn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Carrie versus Sometimes They Come Back. Ooh, I might say Sometimes They Come Back. Does that make me a heathen? It makes you my best friend. <laughs> Uh, sometimes they come back. It is. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so let's go back to the main bracket, and then we'll return to. Okay, these. we're gonna bounce back and forth. Yeah, we're gonna back Great. bounce back and forth. I dig it. Next message. Look, I assume he's calling you too. Um. But your dad's corrective voicemails to me have gotten really aggressive, um, and I was hoping maybe you could talk to him about just, just either if he's going to keep doing it, at least toning it down a little bit. He's just been getting really mean. Next message. Hey, uh, just touching base. Let me know when you are off tonight. Uh, I am watched up through the whole next week, and I think I saw on the on the spreadsheet that you are too. So, if uh, if you're good to go, like pretty late tonight, I think we could knock out the whole next week, and then not have to worry about recording again and for days, days. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, let me know uh, what you want to do. Uh, I'm I'm. I don't have anything going on tomorrow, so I can I can go as late as you want. We can like frame out four or five of them tonight, uh, and we'll just you know release them on the right day. But all right, uh, talk to you soon, bud. Bye. Next message. Jason, someone smashed a window sometime last night, so I'm uh, replacing it, and I just picked up a piece of glass from the glass plate and drove all the way back and. Uh, the glass is the wrong size. I should have measured it before I left uh, because it's just 10 inches smaller. It's significant enough that I should have noticed that it wasn't the piece of glass that I needed. Anyway, I am uh, getting another piece of glass and then I have to get it in place and then I will be done. And then I will be done. Wait, what's that, uh, what's that God poem people say? I... Oh, man. That's embarrassing that I don't remember that anymore. I will be done da, 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 on earth as it is in heaven. Next message. Hey, dude, uh, I was just looking at the spreadsheets, and it looks like the lawnmower man is back on the schedule. Did you do that? Next message. Folks are calling me Gramps on account of my cramps, always pointing at the internet saying, What is this? And hobbling around with a torn meniscus. Next message. Hey, Jim. Next message. Jason, I think. Next message. Jason, I was just talking to Amanda, who we had on the show that you know. You know who Amanda is. And she agrees that I am probably haunted, and that's why uh, my watches keep dying and my phone keeps fritzing out and everything electronic that is within a reasonable distance of my body fritzes out on. Next message. 
Next message. Jim, I just learned two facts that we got to drop in somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, one is that Misery was originally intended to be a Bachman book, which makes complete sense if you think about it, uh, because basically the dark half is a, like another Misery, uh, and it's this, uh, Kathy Bates is the original dark half, so she's, she's, you know, the alternate number torturing the famous writer. Um, but so it was it was right around that time that Boston got found out and King dropped the name and so Misery came out as a Stephen King book, uh, even though it had been it had been written to Boston. So we should mention that somewhere and just like fix it into the, the unified theory of King. Um, the other thing I just found out is that uh, Pat Hingle essentially shadow directed part of Maximum Overdrive. Uh, because he was the one who, like, when Stephen King didn't know, like, really basic stuff about directing a movie because, you know, they gave him a movie to direct when he'd never done it before, uh, would teach him, like, what a pickup shot was and how to, how to, you know, stage a scene so that you could get coverage and, and, like, how, what to tell actors to do and how to, how to position cameras so, uh, this is from King himself, it's from that, that interview I was listening to. Uh, he credits Pat Hingle with basically teaching him how to make a movie. So, Pat Hingle, uh, already a hero, uh, but even even more so than we could have ever expected. Uh, yeah. Uh, I just, I just realized that this is how, uh, much the practice colonized my brain that I'm calling you when we're not recording to tell you facts about Stephen King. Um, I'm gonna go drink some bleach. Next message. Jason, I think Jeff Bay is editing our document through the internet. message. Okay, here we go again. I thought I had to settle with you guys when I talked to you about shitters and psychotic knife-wielding greasers and uh, lead to rest, you know, the fallacies you had about that. Now you're going on about mackerel snappers. Okay, Stephen King did not make this up. Stephen King can't make up shit. He just writes what he hears and what he sees. Okay, and he's writing about mackerel snappers because he heard that used as a slur to denigrate a Roman Catholic at some point in time, because that is what it is. It is a slur based on the fact that Catholics had to eat fish on Fridays and could not have any other kind of meat. And so forth, there became mackerel snappers. Okay, I hope that cleared that up. I don't want to have to go through this again. Uh, you know, take a moment, take a breath, think about what you're saying before you go into it, okay? All right, thanks a lot. I'll listen to the next one. Bye-bye. Uh, so then it's going to be yes. Or wait. Where did that... So, we just did these. So these two are, in, are yeah. here. Yeah, those And be. then...
one, two, three, four, right? But then this never got... <laughs> no, this has to go against this. So, okay, so we haven't done the against each other. So... Once upon a time, this made because this is that one, this and is then out. this came out here. And then this. Oh, these have to go against each other right. here. Okay, and these two. Right. Um. Wait, no, these are supposed to go against each other, I think. When did we do these? <laughs> I'm, um, I'm gonna go make a veggie burger. You guys just... You, you probably have time, Jim, I have <laughs> to say. Yeah, so this should go against this, and this should go against this, but then these should have gone against each other. Oh yeah, that's that's right. Isn't it? I'm so confused. What did we do? We don't know how these things work. Alright, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna just write down these matchups. Um, I still need to see that. Because <laughs> otherwise, I don't know what it is. Um, okay, so then our, we have our final four for our worst ofs and our final four for our best ofs. And everything else is just gonna kind of be a word salad in the middle. Yeah, the rest of the episode, you can just play it quadruple speed. Is that a yeah. word? Yeah, quadruple. Yeah, yeah. And, and when I post it, quadruple. 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 I got quadruplet, quadtuplets. I can't even say it as a joke because it's so weird. Where's the um, other? Oh, okay. Frank, you thank you for coming back for our worst possible episode. It was a really lovely thing of you to do. It's been a pleasure, Jim. So honored to wait an entire month <laughs> to be able to come on um, and wait another month while we sort out a bracket. That's exactly right. Yeah. You should um, just leave the bit in where we took like twenty minutes to fix the bracket. Oh, for sure. I think that we would should be put good. in the sound of my feet going down a hallway. We should the it should the camera uh, should follow me down to cook a burger and come back. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah, sounds a lot better than some of these movies you guys watched. Fact. On account of it would be eight minutes long. Mm. I don't know if you know this, Frankie, but uh, television's The Shining is six hours with commercials. Yeah, I heard that somewhere. I think it was from you two. But still haven't watched it. No, don't. All right, so... Oops. Whoa. All right, so, so we'll do both of these the same way, okay. middle against middle, top against top, and then okay. that'll give us our, our final pairings okay. for each one. Um, do, you want the, do you want to do the top or the bottom first? Bottom. Let's do the bottom.
right? Okay. Is that yeah, more exciting? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, sure. We'll find out what the worst is, and then we find out what the best is. Okay. This is the matchup that I care most about out of all of them. Should we wait? Should we just give what the what the final four are okay, for each side? Sure. Yeah. Can you say it dramatically with music though? <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> 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 So the the final four for the worst Stephen King movie are, of all time yeah. are Secret Window, The Mist, Cujo, Tommyknockers. I feel like Secret Window is getting the a little bit of a work deal, but yeah. No, that movie you know, was so? bad. Yeah, it was bad. That was one of like the worst movies we watched. Like for number four sure. worst bad. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. I we can look at the stuff in the middle and see if there's anything we'd put over no, it. But you're I probably right. So. You're probably correct. So what do we do? We do this like we've been doing one on one. Yeah, he's going to give us matchups. I just wanted to know what the final four were. Okay. So, with that uh, list in mind, John Turturro. Okay. Real Turturro head over here. Yeah. The the Mist and Cujo are matched up first. I mean, Cujo's worse. Yeah, yeah. Cujo's definitely worse. I hate to give the Mist anything after all it took from me. Yeah, for sure. it's been like three days, man. But you like get over that it. scene where he beats the terror with a mop handle, you know? Yeah, yeah. It has. There's. There were two moments of adrenaline for me in the mist. Yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> What's next? Tommy knockers and secret window. Ooh, I think secret window is better man. on account of Torturo. Yeah. Turturro. Yeah. It says I think that's six right. in it. Turturro. I think that's right. So now each pair goes up against John Turturro. Tur- so okay. like that and that. Okay. And that'll give us our ranking. John. So, so these are for the two bottom and the two before it. Okay. Zip. Yeah. So, so do these first and then the final one. Okay. So Secret Window versus The Mist. Secret Window is better than The Mist. Oh, it's not. Really? I Even I have to give it that. Secret Window was terrible. I saw was the mist. Uh, I'm still under its spell. All right, then I guess the mist wins because Frankie thinks it's a good movie. That's right. I, for the record, I don't think it's a good movie. Frankie I think it has good, good parts. Has a full chest tattoo of the mist. You can't see it on the podcast, <laughs> but he won't. He won't put a shirt on. So I've been looking at it this whole time. I fully thought you were going to say Frankie has a full chub from the mess. <laughs> I, no, I'm the gross. Yeah, Jason's the lewd one. I'm family um, friendly. All right, let's get at the showdown. This is for all the marbles. This is for the worst Stephen King movie of all time. Well, we're almost there. It's Cujo. Cujo. Well. <laughs> No, these are the. This is the finalist right here. This is it. Okay, so okay, so Cujo and Tom. So Cujo, we're sure on that. Then what, what was the other? Option? I don't. I'm not sure, man. What's it's the, Cujo versus the, Tommy Knockers. The Tommy Knockers. I think Cujo's worse than the Tommy I don't. <laughs> I uh, think the Tommy Knockers was real long and boring. Yeah, but it has the lipstick gun. Oh, it has a lipstick gun. You're right. Cujo's the worst. Okay. Put that dog down. Yeah. So then. So then it's. Tom is number two. And then Secret Windows number three, and The Mist is number four. I feel like y'all are being real generous to The Mist, but. <laughs> For that it's the fourth worst movie? Yeah. 
so Cujo is the worst, Tommy Knockers, Secret Window, and The Mist. Yeah, Cujo, number number 34 with a bullet. Yeah. All right, let's get back to our final four on top. Okay. <laughs> What do we what do we got on the list here, Frank? Okay, so we have Try to keep the energy up here, Jim. Yeah. Have a fourth veggie burger. <laughs> you can't just shake your head. It doesn't scan on the podcast. Yeah, it's the least energy I can offer. It's nothing. So for this last uh matchup here we have the Shining, Night Flyer, Mangler, and Dead Zone. Yeah. So that seems that is correct. a real reasonable I honestly yeah. feel like Graveyard Wait. Shift should be up there, but... Graveyard Shift is up there. What? How did we lose that? Oh, right, because we made... <laughs> it is because we didn't decide between Graveyard Shift and Dead Zone, so... Ooh, <laughs> Graveyard so Shift six. is on there. <laughs> so it's uh, the last five, so it's an odd uh-huh. number. So we're going to have to figure something out about that because we refused to let them go. Yeah. Um, Someone wanted to play by the rules, and two other people didn't. Wait, who were those people in your example? <laughs> All right. Um, so, if we just do it from the middle, then the mangler gets a buy. And then it's going to be those two and then those two. Okay. So, Dead Zone and Night Flyer. I think Dead Zone's better than Night Flyer. I love Night yeah, Flyer, De- but Dead, Dead Zone Zone's is definitely better than Night Flyer. What's wrong with Dead Zone? Nothing. Nothing is wrong with Dead Zone. Um, and then what, what would we have next? Uh, Graveyard Shift and Shining. The Graveyard Shift. I think you're right. Shining has the pedigree and it's hard to, it's hard to say no to the Shining, but Graveyard Shift has my heart. Look, they're all in the top five, so there's no, there's no, no no losers here. here. Um. Okay. So now we're down to the Mangler, the Graveyard Shift, and the Dead Zone. If we go by the rules I've been <laughs> using in this uh, completely nonsense system where we just let two movies go without fighting, uh, the Dead Zone's in the middle, and so it would get the buy into first place. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just between the Mangler and the Graveyard Shift. For second and third. I mean, I'm... There's no version of these top three that doesn't give me a little bit of heartache. Yeah. Um, but I think, I but think, I think Dead Zone... The, I think the order you just said might be the correct uh, order. <laughs> I think it might be. I think I'm going Mangler over Graveyard Shift. Yeah. I think it's Dead Zone And Dead top. Zone over, over both. So we have our winner. Uh. We have our number one top fives here. <laughs> um let's see. Oh, we have to do uh we have to do Shining. fourth and fifth. So, yeah. oh, here, okay, here we go. Here's our here's our showdown for fourth and fifth place. Show me. Show me down. Shining and Night Flyer. I feel like the Shining's probably better than the Night Flyer. It is. Yeah. Even though I love the Night Flyer. Yeah. But that's our count us, count us, count us up from 5, Frankie, okay. to number 1. Number yeah, 5. Do it, do it like you're David Letterman. Mm. Didn't he do something bad that he got in trouble for? Letterman, did he? I don't know. He probably did. I thought he just had a stalker. I thought he was a real sweetheart, that guy. 
Uh, they've all got something in the closet, you know, Jim. We're all yeah, like a here. fancy suit. <laughs> so, fanciest of suits. Nightflyer is number five. Shining, number four. Graveyard Shift, number three. Mangler, number two. And number one, you waited an entire month for this. The Dead Zone. Yeah. We have nothing to offer. No <laughs> reward. <laughs> no reward. We did it! We made the thing that we said when we talked about the Dead Zone the first time. True, the time we talked about the Dead Zone the last time. Did we say that it was the best one the first time? We, we did. Yeah, well, good for us. We were yeah, right. We were like, I think this is the best one. And then it was. Yeah. Next message. Jim, I had a vision last night. I won't call it a dream because maybe my body was asleep, but my mind and my soul were fully awake. We were making a film. We were adapting the Pixies song, Mr. Greaves, into a feature film. And we had, through some combination of inspiration, luck, and determination, managed to cast Stephen King as Mr. Greaves. Now, in the song, Mr. Greaves is an abstract embodiment of death. He's resonant with imagery of the collision between man and nature, uh, serial killers, Jack the Ripper, mass extinction events, but all set to a very upbeat and frenetic rhythm. We felt it was the perfect match of tonal qualities, this perfect blend for both us and for Stephen King. But when we went to the studio, who had hired us in the first place to do this. They looked at us grimly and said we were too late. There was already a film of Mr. Greaves. It had come out years ago. It was hailed as a classic. And how dare we even think of making another one? But we we calmly explained to them, no, 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 you don't understand. This time, this time we're doing it right. This time we have the real Mr. Greaves. Look, he's in the song. And we turned our heads, us and the executives, to look at a stereo in the corner that was playing the song. And somehow we could see inside the song. And inside the song, in a wooden chair, in a black suit, sat Stephen King. And he smiled at us warmly. So then the bottom uh, nine. These are the nine worst Stephen King movies according to the internet. The dumb Dumbs Online. Uh, Maximum Overdrive. Dumb. Sleepwalkers. Dumb. Firestarter. Mm. Mm. The Shining 1997. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's terrible. 
The Mangler. No. Below the 1997 Get The Shining. Here. Get out of here. Uh, the the Graveyard Shift. <laughs> Shut up. Lawnmower Man. No. Dreamcatcher. Uh, and the Tommyknockers all the way. Well, yeah, that movie's very bad. Yeah. Uh, but they, they, they. Internet has consigned some some beautiful movies to oblivion, right? and we've rescued them here tonight. Yeah, we've rectified the problems of the Stephen King universe. Rectumfied your problems. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were going to make it without saying that joke, but it was written in big letters <laughs> on the desk in front of us. And... <laughs> Just had to pull the trigger. I have, it, yeah. I have it taped to a to a paper clown with a real clown nose on it. <laughs> Rectified, damn near killedified. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any closing thoughts on this thing that's broken us down so far? It's been a month, Jim, Frankie. I want. You've been with us in spirit <sighs> all month. Yeah. I think you two are the two most beautiful souls I've ever seen go through something that absolutely did not deserve people of your intelligence and spirit doing it, but God love you for doing it. It's very generous of you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the compliment, but I, I think the existence of this podcast is evidence number A against our intelligence. Wow. Um. Next message. Jim, I'm driving around in the New England fall. The sky is gray and opaque. Spots of darker clouds against an inscrutable blank slate backdrop. And the leaves are all turning various hues along the autumnal spectrum of the color wheel. It's a light rain falling. driving along and I'm just wondering what we've done here. You and I. What was this? 31 days of Did we do something good? Something bad? We add to the sum total of human happiness or human misery. Maybe New England just makes you think this way. But I'm not sure, my friend. Not sure. Next message. Stephen King writes so fast, so much, and it seems like his work is of wildly varying quality. Uh, 
but uh, and it has this underlying heart to it, right? And that's, I think, why people sort of laud him as a consistently heroic figure. E- even though some of his books are clearly bad. Um, and so I feel like it's correct that we're doing a podcast every single day and just letting some of them be boring or terrible because our hearts are there no matter what. And so we're doing it in the same way Stephen King is doing it. By by the King metric, I think we are good. Jim, if we if we stop making this podcast, will we still exist? No. I'll take it. Yeah. You Worth both have trade. said you want to die on the podcast <laughs> before, so... Still true. I think we said it five minutes ago. Yeah. Frankie, after being on it for two days, do you also want to die? Um, I think he just wants a sandwich. I, I wanted to die before I was on the podcast, <laughs> so I can't say that it, this is responsible for it, but it didn't help. Okay, could you just, oh no! Just don't sue us. <laughs> Frankie just became unplugged. That's right. But he's not fixing it. He's gone rogue. <laughs> he's off the grid. All right. Um, happy November! I don't know, what are you gonna do now? Eat some turkey? Go for it. <laughs> just making a face at me. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't want no turkey. No, I know you're not gonna eat turkey. I want to have a. I wasn't talking to you. What was the ham competition we were talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember. Oh, hammer I chow down. Cram the ham. Hammer I chow down. Oh, yeah, hammer I chow down. That's what I do every year for Thanksgiving. <laughs> the code of Hammurabi. Eventually, will somebody come and tell us we're done? <laughs> I hope so, man. Because otherwise, how do we stop? Nell to the king. <laughs> Good luck editing this <laughs> pile of garbage. Check out our new podcast in Grishvember. <laughs> what is John Grisham uh, write? The Pelican Brief? Yeah. It's not it's not about a bird. Or underwear? No, it's not about uh, underwear made of birds. Underwear where you can store a ton of stuff in a pouch right in front of your penis. <laughs> he was firm in his Pelican Brief. <laughs> My client. Pelican Brief does sound like a product made for well-endowed men. <laughs> uh, Jason, I was... 
Uh, Frankie, you mentioned big dick energy earlier. Frankie's still not plugged in. I I can't hear you. It's fine. He mentioned it earlier in that. (laughs) How should I be acting so that shouldn't be a whole time? (laughs) I'll interpret. It reminded me that (laughs) I feel like. Big dick energy like sounds like the it sounds like the name of the host of a pro coal educational no. video from 1957. <laughs> He's asking me to do something. The answer is no. I'm trying to charade it. Yeah, I see it. It's not going. I think, well. I think you did a good job. <laughs> tell will, Jason, will you with your hands tell frankly that I think Frankie that I think he's lovely. <laughs> 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 I'm scared now. More scared than I've ever been. <laughs> He's not very good at this game. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. That. I don't know sign language, but your gestures and Jim's face are throwing me off. <laughs> what do you think we said? I. 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 I wanted to interpret love, but nothing that Jim was doing <laughs> sounded like that. That's welcome to like every that. relationship I've ever had. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. How do we wrap up the whole Stop podcast? Doing this? Yeah, I think. I think Sheila just chooses an edit point and then it goes Hell to the King is a special presentation of the Synesthesia podcast and Split Tooth Media. Hell to the King is generated independently in your corpus corvosa and can't be heard by anyone else outside of your own brain. And then Frankie says a quote from the episode. And then we... Yeah, that's right. I think that's how we end <laughs> the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Next message. And yes, baseball players did used to stick their hats into their belt loop or into the side of the pants. Hope everything is all right. Hope everything is all right. You have just finished listening to Hell to the King, a special presentation of the Synesthesia Podcast, produced by Iguana Donald Studios, and distributed by Split Tooth Media. To listen again, remove the cassette from your tape player, turn it over, and reinsert the cassette. Music by Soft Healer and the Cocktails. The King is Dead. 
Long live the king. Were you just singing this song? Yeah, can you sing it again? What was this song about? Spooky girl. Yeah? Can you sing that part again? The spooky skull part? Sinister.